0: guys welcome back to another episode of the inflow podcast if you're new here my name is Ani b this is nadine and today we're back besties we are back with another chill couch combo. today we're feeling really mellow yeah i would say like just very like what's the word for this feeling this
1: is zen it's a zen a mellow zen. feeling but earlier i was you know it was feeling heavy today yeah. today i felt heavy
0: a weighted day
1: yeah, definitely with everything that's been going on, you know, um, worldwide in Palestine and Israel, mm-hmm. it's just, it's really heavy. It's a heavy topic. It's heavy to watch on regardless side of whatever you're on. We don't believe in sides here. We believe in peace and yeah. love for everybody that is honestly just suffering mm-hmm. or how it grows out to all of them. And we honestly just know that in these times, the best thing that we could do for each other is honestly just share our light yeah, and to be the light of this world. Um, as of right now, the people that are not in suffering and are here in America or wherever you are in a stable situation, the best thing that you could do is to not actually be taken over by your anger and your fear and your angst over the situation and instead step into either a way to donate or a way to shed your light onto other people and to guide and lead being the most positive amazing person that you can be throughout your day.
0: Regardless of your view on the situation or the political climate, it's really important that we all understand one thing, and that tragedy is tragedy at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And whoever did what or the reasons for things happening doesn't really matter when it comes down to basic human rights and the fact that like innocent women, children, men, humans in general losing their lives in in such a tragic way, Like it's just... It will never be okay, no matter what the reasons are behind it. Um, and we just want to shed our light on that and use our voices and our platform to to really make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to that. And donating where we can and you know on both sides and making sure that we just are doing our part over here in a safe environment. We have the resources to, you know, at least talk about it and spread the word on what's going on and pray about it as well, because Mm -hmm. our prayer is so powerful and every single night and every morning when I'm doing my normal prayer, I'm praying for everybody in Israel and Palestine and making sure that that's something that you're considering as well. So, um, yeah, we, we send our love to everybody who's directly affected in the situation. And for everyone whose hearts are affected, like ours, like we send our love to everybody listening. Um, And we hope that you send your love to everyone around you right now, because even when you're just walking around in target or the coffee shop, you have no idea who's, who has family out there, who's directly impacted by the situation. So yeah, we just wanted to start off by talking about that a little bit. So
1: as of right now, what we can do is, send out our prayers. So Mm -hmm. this would be a good time. I don't know if you're driving or if this is a good time for you to be able to close your eyes or just listen along. I would like to do a little prayer for everybody that is together. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, let's do it.
1: Okay. God, I pray that you just shed some light and some love over anybody that may not be feeling good right now, over anybody that may be feeling some fear or feeling some scarcity or is hurt or is in pain or has lost somebody in this process. I pray that you protect the family's hearts and you protect the family's souls and you give them faith and you give the world faith. I pray that anybody who is angry or who is feeling like they can't do anything and feeling powerless to feel empowered and be able to shed their light in a way that can affect anybody around them at any time when they need to show that they are actually very powerful and they are capable of amazing change. Thank you. Amen.
0: Amen. That was beautiful. (sighs) And right now I feel like, you know, obviously doing what you can, but at the end of the day, prayer is so powerful. And if there's nothing else that you can do, the least you can do is pray Mm -hmm. for the world. Um, Yeah, so... With that, we really want to dive into today's topic. And this is just something that's kind of prevalent in our lives right now. And I feel like everything that's prevalent in our lives just so happens to be prevalent in, in your guys' lives. So <laughs> we're feeling really called to chat today about attachment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it comes to new flings, new infatuations, maybe, or even in your long term relationships or in any situation, honestly how to practice a healthy level of attachment and how Mm -hmm. to know when it's okay to allow yourself to feel good and flow with things and allow yourself to feel that like giddy excitement of attachment, but also when enough is too much. Yes. right. And it's
1: not that about attachment is too much or too little. It's really about like, okay, I, I know it's interesting because I have been for so long not in a relationship, right? And I'll have little moments where I do get into flings, where I do get into situations. Mm-hmm. And it's not until I'm finally in those situations where I've said, oh, like I'm healing or I've, I've been healing for this amount of time. And then I get into these flings or the situations and I'm now the observer of myself in the actual circumstance that I've been so-called like quote unquote training for, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's interesting that once you're in there, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, these are the things that were going to come up and things that I have to work on mm-hmm. that I can't work on when I'm by myself. Yeah. I can't work on them when I'm, when I'm alone or when I'm in my healing journey. I have to work on them when I'm in these relationships. Right. And it's beautiful because actually it really did help when I was alone and I was healing and I was seeing all my shadow work and what I really got to work on because now that I'm in these like little flings or whatever i get to actually see myself and be like oh these are the snippets that because i didn't check that on myself the last time i was in a relationship that now i get to look at them a little bit deeper and be how can i reevaluate and reassess how i would react to the situation instead of how i did before yeah Yeah. so it does help to heal when you're alone but it's interesting to see how the actual challenges come up when you're placed in the arena
0: (laughs) of love so funny yeah, I agree with that. And at the end of the day, um I think a lot of people are scared of getting hurt when it comes to entering a new relationship or a new like infatuation with somebody that where they keep themselves very guarded mm. for a long time or until they feel like it's safe to show them their hearts and like put their walls down. But at the end of the day, this is kind of how I view new relationships. Regardless of the outcome of this new fling, this new relationship, this new interest you will always gain something from the situation, right? Even if it's just an opportunity to practice those things that you wanted to work on, even if it's just like an opportunity to shed light on an area where maybe you feel you could improve and get better in, regardless of how it goes, maybe it goes incredible and this is your person. Like, who knows? But at the end of the day, I don't think that it's our job to really worry about what the outcome will be and exactly how it will happen and when we'll get there and all the details. I think that that's on God absolutely that there's no other way that i would put that yeah i think it's just on god like god has got you you don't have to worry about every little minute detail just let yourself flow let yourself feel good follow the happy if it feels good then flow with it honestly guys we could end there (laughs) (laughs) yeah like just let yourself flow with it if it feels good follow that Mm -hmm. and that's it point blank period I, i think
1: definitely absolutely i think that if like This goes for absolutely anything. If you actually believe 1000% that God is in your corner and he wouldn't put anything that is in your way that wasn't meant to be there for you in the first place, whether it was seemed good or whether it seemed bad, you You are going to come up with those conclusions, but God's not asking you to come up with those conclusions. He's asking you to experience the moment. And I think that's so beautiful because if we really just put our hands up and are like, okay, if I'm not worried about this outcome, if I'm not worried about an outcome over a conversation that I have with someone or an outcome that I have in an argument that I have, whether I'm right or wrong, or whether I'm in a relationship with somebody and it goes exactly how I want to or how I didn't want to. Mm We put so much pressure on these outcomes without just enjoying the moment. And that's probably where we're actually end up accidentally self-sabotaging.
0: For real. Yeah. It's like literally the moment that we get clung on the details of Mm -hmm. things. And I'm so bad at that. Like I, (laughs) I really like to cling on to every little detail of things. And I like, (sighs) truthfully, my whole life when in this dating experience that I've had, I get really over things really fast. And that's kind of my issue. It's like, I can feel a deep infatuation with somebody off the bat and be like, Oh my God, I'm so into this person and and share that with them. Like, I'm really into you. Like I I'm here for this and then they'll get really into it and then it'll turn into like something fast. And then, and then, not too far down the line, I'm like, I actually am not into this at all anymore. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. It was so nice to meet you. It was a pleasure. The pleasure's mine. And then they're like, what the fuck, Ani? Like, I literally am in love with you. <laughs> not actually, but you know what I mean? Um, And so I'm really trying to work on fixing that about myself. I think I get the ick so damn fast that mm. the minute I'm like, thank you so much. It's over now. Like pleasure. Yeah. And I really want to be able to, to see things through a little bit more and not just call it quits right when one little thing rubs me the wrong wrong way who's rubbing you the wrong way i don't know just, I'm just like kidding. did i tell you guys i don't think i told you guys yet that i had this day <laughs> and if you're listening to this i'm sorry bro use this as a learning experience like this is some feedback <laughs> <laughs> let me just give you an- So basically, I went on this date with this boy. I'm going to keep it real short. Things were great. I met him and we were like sending each other voice memos all day long, like literally talking about some random shit. This was like the coolest, most like chill type of vibe I've ever had with somebody. Took me on a date, bought me a pumpkin. It was so cute. Like met me at the restaurant with this cute little pumpkin. Great date. Amazing. Lots of laughs. Went on a second date he was like, I want to take you to this place to go grab a drink and then we'll get dinner after and blah, blah, blah. So he plans this whole day. I meet him there. We get the drink. Everything's good. We go to the dinner place. We eat sushi. And the tab was like $50. Okay. It was nothing crazy. Okay, It was like 50 bucks. And he looks at the bill and he goes, you're gonna have to buy me dinner one of these days. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'm thinking it's a little joke. I didn't think it was funny, but I didn't. I, it wasn't enough to like ruin the night for me. I was yeah. like, okay, I wouldn't have said that, but like, whatever. Yeah. And then after dinner, he's like, "Let's go to this last bar. This is my favorite bar." So we go there, we grab a drink, and we're just hanging out there for a while. And the bill comes, and he's like, "I have a test for you." Oh, and mind you, before you complete this this story, mm-hmm. we literally had just
1: gone over this. We before Annika went on this date, we were like. She was like, okay, so, like, what's kind of the rule here? And I'm like, all I say is that if he's going to have dinner and he wants to buy you a drink, beautiful. And if you feel like you've enjoyed this date, buy the nightcap drink. Mm-hmm. Buy it.
0: Yeah. I think that's a gesture. A, that's a
1: gesture. It doesn't yeah. have to be a necessity. Like, you're a woman. He asked you out on the date. He should be able to take care of you all night. At least, this is how I was
0: raised. I, that's yeah. That was my advice. Yeah. Go ahead. So, I was planning on purchasing the nightcap drink. But when I, I went to the restroom, he actually, it wasn't even like I went to the restroom to avoid the bill, right? Like he went to the restroom. He probably
1: thought that.
0: He went to the restroom and then he came back. He's like, Ani, you need to go to the restroom. They're so cool. And I was like, okay, perfect. I actually have to pee. So I'll go right now. Oh. So it was like nothing. I, I literally went because he told me to go. I didn't know that detail. And then I also was like, maybe he also wants me to leave. So he, I don't know. So I go to the restroom <laughs> and then I come back and I guess the bill must have gotten dropped off on the t- on the table, but it was really dark inside and the bill was like uh the the case was black so I didn't Mm -hmm. see it on the table I sat down and just looked straight at him to finish the conversation and he goes Ani I have a test for you and I'm like oh what is it we've been having such fun conversation I thought it was going to be some quirky thing and he goes he opens the bill and he kind of turns it over to me and he goes do you want to get this one he opens it too Mm -hmm. he opened it It's awkward He opened it and turned it to me and said, do you want to get this one? It was like 50, it was like $50 for these two drinks. And I was, and I like looked at him in his eyes and I like giggled and I was like, yeah, of course I'll I'll get this one. I was planning on it anyway. And I even told him like, I was planning on grabbing it anyway. And then he's like, okay, great. Awesome. And then, like, try to go on with conversation and, like, get into it. And then he started – proceeded to, like – I was so over it at that point. Like, I did not want to talk anymore. (laughs) But then he proceeded to talk about, like, ask me about, like, being vegan and how I enjoy all of that. And, you know, we started getting into it. And he, like, started getting really graphic about, like, things that happen to animals and, like, going – And I'm like, listen, we're on a date. Like, yeah, I I know about these things. I'm vegan. Like, I believe the same thing. But – we don't have to talk about these, like, in-depth things. But then, you know what he does? Mm. He goes into, like, yeah, it's so terrible, how they, tr- like, everything that happens. And he's like, but I still eat it. Like, I really, like, don't care that much. <sighs> or something along the lines of, like, yeah, but, like, it still tastes really good, so, ha,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> It was bad. And <sighs> I told him I was ready to go after that. See, so. that's all understandable. It's not getting the ick really fast. That's, that's No, okay, but that was different, but... Other than that, even just like small conversation, I I usually get the ick pretty quickly. But can you please tell the know. story about the other date
1: with your hair? <sighs> just you want one. Me
0: to? I'll tell you. I'll tell
1: you them one story of mine.
0: But I'll tell them mine, and the, no, it's just so good. You need to tell them right now. <sighs> okay, please. So I went on a different date, like a couple of weeks p- before that, and um, I thought it was going to be cool. Like this guy from my gym, we had like some fun banter, and like I'm the, I'm my Riz is very like like, like playful, if that makes sense. And so I like when guys can like match that energy with me and be playful with me and like, kind of like fuck with each other and stuff. Anyway, there was a lot of that. So I was like, cool. I like this guy. Like, this Mm -hmm. is fun. And so he takes me on a date and I could tell he was very nervous. He asked me how my workout was like five times before we even sat down at the table. Um, and after a while I was like, it was good. I hit legs, you know, you asked me, right? 10 seconds ago. (laughs) Alex. Yeah. Like, (laughs) And then we sit down at the table, you know, he's like, what should we get to drink? And I was like, oh, I don't know. They only had sake and stuff. So we're looking at the sake menu. And he basically told me, he's like, well, I can't drink. I need something that's very sweet. um, Or else I can't drink it. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Basically, I'm going to skip all the little details, but there was like a point where like the waiter came and asked us what sake we wanted and offered us this specific one he's like how much is it no not that one and like made sure that like we looked at every little price point of the sake to like make sure we chose the cheapest one which is chill I'm cool with that yeah we're not about it's we're not just, about to sit
1: here and like hate on anybody for having
0: any money of if course. you wanted me to split
1: the bill and I knew that was happening please I don't yeah, care no
0: problem at all it just almost was like it felt a little uh, like aggressive a little like abrasive like which one are you picking you know, and it's like, dude, I, I literally am picking the cheapest one on the menu, like $30. Like, okay? I'm not
1: that person. Yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, that it was wasn't just, that. It wasn't. It yeah. Was the that part. was just like one little moment that made me feel a little uncomfy. But then he started talking. We started talking about different things. And um, he basically was like, so is this your natural hair? I was wearing my hair curly. And I was like, yeah, it is. And he's like, do you ever straighten it? <laughs> oh, why do you say <laughs> And I said, I do sometimes. Yeah. I was like, I actually... You've seen me with my hair straight probably more than curly. And he's like, really? Let me see a picture. I show him a picture. And he goes, that's so hot. Dude, way to fumble that bag. Way to, way to do it. Like, that's that's, that's, enough. that's a perfect. Yeah. Good job. Thank you so much. Good so night. So after dinner was over, um, I was ready to go home, obviously. And there was uh, many other things that happened during that day that was just like very, un- it was just distasteful. And then he tries to kiss me, bro. He tried to kiss me. And I literally went like this. And I said, nope. And I turned my head all the way, like behind my head, and I said, "Nope." Like an owl, and, literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, and I said, "Nope." And then he was like, "Oh, I'm just trying to kiss your cheek, like chill." And I'm like, "I don't want you to kiss my cheek, bro. Like it's like that." Mm. And then I gave him a fist bump, um, and then I left. Damn, it was yeah. So that's my my dating experience. I'm kind of chilling on the indoors these days right now. Yeah, this is probably why I like the guy that
1: I like is on the whole other side of the country. It was mm. in New York. I am in California. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so probably because I haven't met
1: him. <laughs> no, but no, I did. I he's going to be so cool. He's so cool. He's so sweet. And he's really, he's really sweet. Um but I did go on a little date from the gym too. Guys, I think this is just a PSA. Do not go on a date with anybody from your fucking gym. Don't date the gym guys. Please. I Please. think that's the mis- biggest mistake because first of
0: all, they're going to check your schedule. They're going to know where you're uh, at. And they're you going to know how to again. find you. You have to see them again and That's the worst. Like you have to see them again after a bad date. And then they get to say that they linked up with you. Like that's so embarrassing. To the rest of of the hot yeah that's too much ridiculous to the rest of the roster in the gym there was nothing wrong
1: with this guy at all that that i went out with i thought he was super sweet i liked the fact that he like waited for me outside to go to go outside and asked me if like he could take me out and all the stuff and so yeah i i was down i was like no problem it was how forward this guy was Forward, like he literally was forward as the way i said that word like (laughs) he was just so adamant about like locking me down like right there and then that I was like dude you don't even know me yeah like this you don't you don't know who I am how could you how could you like yeah you know like there's so much to me I know I'm so valuable I know I'm so amazing I know my energy is great and all this stuff but I guess I I guess I'll never understand that Mm -hmm. you know so I didn't really like that and then I'm a down bitch he tried to kiss me I let him after that, though, I was like, "The fact that you even think that you can kiss me on the first date, he did. He did. He did do. He did accomplish that. But the fact that you think that that's okay makes me not want to have a second one with you." So he texted me, and he was like, "I've texted you two times in the last span of the thirty minutes, and I haven't received a response."
0: And I was that's like, "Crazy, yo,
1: you're right. I mean, I would have responded if I liked you, but then I had to hit him with the whole like, you know what?" I really appreciate, you know, you taking me out and you having interest in me. But as of right now, I'm not interested in pursuing this any further. Mm-hmm. Boom. See? Bye. I didn't I didn't ghost anybody. I don't I don't believe in ghosting. Yeah. If you
0: actually don't just really like
1: somebody, just let them know. You yeah. know? It's okay.
0: okay. It's okay. <laughs> Except when they go to your gym because then it's like you have to see them again. But yeah. <laughs> that's okay. No worries. <laughs>
1: Anyways, this whole conversation was supposed to be about
0: attachment. But this yeah. this is beautiful because this is also Little stories that I'm it's sure you funny. guys miss Like, it's funny to talk, to talk about, like, silly first dates. But in terms of attachment, like, what happens when you actually like somebody and it actually goes well? Like, what do you do then, right? I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'll be honest. Right now I'm talking to somebody, too. And I'm into him. Like, we've been talking every single day for, I don't even know. And we send each other voice memos all day. We'll talk on the phone. Like, we're really into each other. And it scares the shit out of me, obviously, because, like... I don't know. I just, I know my cycle and I know that I can feel this like intense interest in somebody and then like one little thing would be enough for me to just like fall off the face of the earth and I don't want to do that anymore. I want to actually like give things a chance. I like have the
1: whole other opposite version of you, Mm -hmm. which I think is so cool and that's why we are like the yin and yang, Yeah. which I don't like the way that my side of the story feels because it feels like it's a devaluing of me and it doesn't put me in my power, Mm -hmm. but I also see... Where I can improve and I also know that there's plenty of people out there that also feel this way so I'm yeah. not going to let it define me because because we're learning out here we're For 23 sure. years old
0: yeah, dude.
1: and we need to figure it out so here I'll tell you my side I feel like in my end of things it's only when I actually really like somebody that I feel that I sense their intention or their energy pullback mm. and being on this end is interesting because it's all about energy yeah. When you are actively trying to lock something down or go at it, even with your energy, even if you're trying to play it cool, even if you're trying to be the cool, chill girl... It's not going to work. It doesn't work. I guess it really is just a matter of, and I caught myself today. I caught myself, okay, I didn't really get that much of a response. I didn't get that much attention that I do usually. And it feels like a drug. We were just talking about it earlier, like this rush of dopamine that I get. And most of my days were going to be surrounded with on whether I got a text from him or not. And that was going to make up my day. And then I realized and I caught it, which was the first time I had ever done that in a really long time or in any relationship, really. So I was really proud of myself about that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this just means that I want a little bit to pour into myself. That's all. Mm -hmm. So I went to Target and I bought myself a new water bottle.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to say one thing. The way you made fun of that And the way that it keeps coming up because it's actually a relevant-ass thing is crazy. The water bottle? Yeah. I know.
1: I literally went and bought a new water bottle from Target. I got myself some yogurt land. I put my makeup on. I got my outfit. And then I realized... Monica
0: was right about the water bottle.
1: Monica was right about the water bottle, one. (laughs) And number two was that I think I just wanted... To realize that I am independent, that I am okay, that this this man was a luxury and that it's okay Mm -hmm. that he's not fully in my life at 24-7 of the time. That's inhumanely impossible for anyone to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I don't need to have an attachment on whether, you know, he's in my life or not. I can be happy regardless. And I just needed to remind myself that. Yeah. Yeah. And once that happened, it was okay. Like the
0: rest of my day was perfectly fine. Yeah. It's like... It's actually a good thing when you don't talk to somebody as much as you want to because it keeps you engaged. We're humans, dude. We grew up in this society where it's like go go go, new stimuli, new stimuli, new stimuli. Like just based off of the way that our brains are wired right now, like genuinely if somebody was giving you absolutely everything you wanted at every given moment, it's not going to last that long for you to be into it and excited. And so, especially in the beginning, like it's okay to like Want something and not have it that easily, like like training your brain f- to not need instant gratification every single moment is really yeah. important. Like can you have a delayed gratification, a delayed satisfaction? like, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of what infatuation teaches you because if you feel like an intense interest in somebody and maybe you don't talk to them as much as you want or something feels like there's a little bit of a shift in the in the energy or in the effort like. Lean into that a little bit, yeah. you know, allow that to be exactly what it is and don't overthink the things. It's not your job to think about what they're thinking about or the reason why they didn't text you Mm. or whatever. That's not your job. Your job is just to be like, okay, I'm if I give a fuck right now and I keep looking at my phone. And so I think it's time for me to do something about that because Mm -hmm. I'm noticing that I'm falling into falling into a little bit of a trend here like a little bit of a cycle and I'm not liking the way that makes me feel so I think that right now I'm going to choose to get up from what I'm doing and I'm going to go to target yoga and do whatever the hell the thing is to like retrain your brain to like remember what life was like before you were talking to this person
1: that's exactly what I did I was like dude You literally lived two years without talking to absolutely anybody. Yeah. What makes you think that this person's going to make or break your entire day? It was just, and it's it's so random, and it came up. But I'm so happy that it did because it really made me look at the difference in the two Nadines that were there in two different timelines. Mm -hmm. Like that Nadine over there probably would have spiraled, would have ended up crying, would have ended up calling Annie and saying, "This is over," is this blah blah blah, all this stuff, and having all these conclusions. You didn't get a phone call from me today. Mm -hmm. I had to completely self-regulate myself, Mm -hmm. and it's took me five, ten minutes because guess what? I self-regulate every single day in the morning, yeah. every single day at night before I go to bed. I have my routine set in place. I know what it's like to like understand myself, to know myself, to observe myself, to see what's natural state, what's not a natural state, and then head back there.
0: So yeah. that was cool. Yeah, dude. And I think also too, like if you're the type of person that notices that you can start talking to somebody develop feelings for them really quickly and then like be really attached to their responses or talking to them and kind of falling into that Rem- remember that it's not you don't have to create this idea about yourself that you're like somebody who falls too fast or, or like like somebody too much too soon you don't have to yeah
1: you don't, you don't have, have to,
0: have to resonate you don't have to resonate with any of that basically what's happening is you are falling into a routine that's mm-hmm. all it is as humans we are so adaptable. So if you start talking to someone every single day for even one week, you're in a routine. Mm -hmm. So it feels weird when something changes, like, you know, day eight, say maybe you don't get a good morning text from this person or like you don't talk as much and it feels like whoa something's changing in my routine and we don't like change as humans like we're like what the fuck is going on so just acknowledge that it doesn't really have to and it doesn't have to have anything to do with that person it doesn't have to be oh my god why do I feel so off why do I feel sad about this like oh I'm getting too attached too quickly None of that. Yeah. It's just because it was a routine that you built and something's kind of shaking that up a little bit. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have that shaken up. You don't want to be dependent on anybody or anything at any time except your damn self. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And if you guys are struggling with that, I definitely recommend looking up videos on anxious attachment style because that's what is happening. You are getting anxious Mm -hmm. based on your attachments and based on someone else's actions and what they do. And honestly, it kind of hit rock bottom for me or kind of hit me a little bit differently when I understood that anxious attachment actually comes from a little bit of selfishness, Mm. which I didn't realize was a thing. But I realized, oh, yeah, this people pleasing part of me. It's so that way I could feed myself Mm. this this when I get into relationships, I'm always the one that typically gives, gives, gives. So I so when someone, you know, is is they know my worth or they know what I'm capable of, or they know that this is what they can get from me versus now and who I am now. I'm very much more secure with myself. I know myself. I know what I deserve. I I know what I want out of a person. And so it's your ability to one, know yourself enough to when to walk away when those things aren't really being fulfilled. And also knowing you know, I don't have to give everything just to sh- to prove that I'm something. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And that's unnecessary. So it comes out a little bit from a little bit of selfishness of wanting to be accepted and wanting to be appreciated and wanting to be needed. Mm. But it doesn't mean that it's that it's right. And yeah. this all stems from our childhood. So you can't go one day and for me to wake up and me to expect myself to be like, oh, now that I'm in a new relationship and I've healed for however many years, it was my entire childhood where this has developed. So I need to understand that I have to look at myself and reassess and wait for these circumstances to show up in my life to then implement things. You know, I can't just wake up one day and be like, Oh, I'm now I'm secure.
0: Yeah, I know. It takes time. It takes time. And, and, uh, presence and attention you Mm -hmm. know and again circling back to the idea of like entering into a new infatuation a new interest can be a good thing regardless of the outcome because either way you're going to grow and you're going to become better and more secure within yourself with every experience so be open to it be accepting of it and just flow Mm. just flow if it feels good allow it to happen for you mine's like peeling and looking crazy My tattoo um also if you guys are seeing this it's oh, just yeah. because it's a sticker and it's like there's a lot going on inside oh, that's wow. not what it's gonna look like
1: i can't believe i didn't even notice them when i called the- oh my god that's on your arm it looks i looks incredible dude isn't it crazy i love it so much it's like it well looks, i love it so much looks wild right now look at the back can i one. see the back one well you shouldn't have shown it to me i am it's gonna look it's beautiful i could, i could see it and it's, it's just a, it looks crazy, it crazy right now crazy the ink.
0: oh yeah yeah anyway um yeah, so uh, that feels really good. I feel like we just had our 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 own little like therapy session because yeah. we were both kind of feeling a little off by Honestly, guys, the amount you. of effort that was happening on, <laughs> from these boys today. Like, yeah. get out of our heads, jeez, no, like leave us I'm alone. Trying like,
1: to live my life.
0: Yeah, for he, real. He texted me mid
1: podcast, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> God, I hate that. No, but we're really working on this, you guys. Like, if you see a text from this guy. Or someone you're talking to, like, how about you just, like, allow yourself to not use your phone for a little bit and finish what you were doing before you respond. Like, I do the thing where I could be in the middle of something and I'm like, oh, got to text you back. Like, no, like, finish what you're doing. It's okay. You don't have to be so attached to that. And I'm that's what I'm going to practice this week. Dude, he let me know. He was like, hmm, do you know what happened today? And I was like, what?
1: He's like, you accidentally put your red receipts on today.
0: Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. i'm sorry that was the worst oh did you say something like sorry i was like did you ever do I any was of that so
1: i thank god i didn't say sorry i was busy but i was waiting like 10 15 minutes before i'd reply it after i'd read it and he was like oh i like your game your games cute
0: oh. oh my god i think that that's so attractive to me though when like men talk to me like that
1: I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I literally, he was like, it's okay. He goes, just make sure nobody else's red receipts are on. Just make sure
0: it's not global.
1: Oh my God. Why did
0: I say that to that guy the other day? You did? Well, like he sent me a voice memo and I thought it wasn't for me. And I was like, don't worry. Like, I was like, I'm gonna let it slide. I don't mind. I'm like, but make sure you resend that and send it to the person you meant to send it to so you don't get in trouble. And he was like, a little miss passive aggressive. And I was like, I'm sorry. Just yeah. So just make sure. sure your red receipts on. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. I'm New kidding, splash. guys. We don't play games like that. Like, you don't have to. It's, it's, okay. just, funny. Be it's yourself. just funny. It's just uh, funny. Yeah. We don't actually fully like. But die you know, when you have your situations. red receipts on, usually you just don't open it. You know, when people know so it's okay yeah i'm sure if you have your ready receipts on you know that you know the
1: drill so this is just maybe (laughs) maybe this i had to be on the downfall of this you wouldn't
0: yeah for real i'll take one for the team y'all you're welcome (laughs) anyways i i really like today's episode that was really a
1: lot yeah i loved it so much i felt good
0: about that i hope that this was helpful i hope that even this just made you giggle a little bit about our silly little day experiences um but anyway you guys we want to say hi to all the new faces and just tell you that we appreciate all of the people that have been following us recently um the flowy app you guys know that we're on there every single day we do lives guided meditations tappings all these things together and we are currently doing the 10 10 10 challenge which is like our morning routine challenge right now so if you want to look into that and join us on there and get all of the exclusive content and stuff like that link in the bio information in the bio And yeah, you guys, we love you. We will see you next week. We're so excited to see you next week. Wow. (laughs) We are so elated and delighted to be able to see your
1: faces in the weeks coming.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So with that being said, please don't forget to subscribe and comment and share and like. Yeah, just uh, hit the the bell. Hit the bell. Yeah. Hit Hit the the bell. bell. (laughs) Why don't we never tell them to hit the bell? Hit the bell. Thank you so much. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. All right, you guys. We'll see you next Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't be late. Don't be late. Bye. Bye.